Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you are new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to follow the page, that would be awesome. And if you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you want to leave us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be amazing. We've been putting up content now for almost four years and we get to do what we love because of all of your support. Support. So thank you so, so much. Quick little announcement. We decided to hop back on Cameo. We were unbookable for a little while there during crazy life transitions. And uh, we decided to get back on Cameo. So if you'd like a shout out video for a birthday or special occasion, you can find that description in the link. Um, and just let us know if you want one from myself or Alyssa or, or all three of us, whatever you would like. So that is available now. Um, well, do you want to hop into the Q&A here? Let's hop into the Q&A. I think you're the one who has all of the questions. We have some here, and then I also remembered a few. Um, so we can start off with, I'm, I'm trying to decide on whether to, let's start off with the big question, because I actually think I might end up titling the episode that because I think people are going to want to know the big question is um will you ever come back to days or if you were asked would you come back or when are you returning and um I've been obviously getting that question since February of 2020 when we were um released from the show to rest the characters and that was kind of the big question in everyone's head is like you know well when are you coming back is it a short time would you come back like what's going on and for me I kind of started the process because it came out of left field initially. Yeah. yeah. So in my mind, I had always thought that there'd be a conversation of like, hey, do you want to you know, sign for another year? And this is probably going to be your last year or we're going to rest your character or that I would say it. Right. Where I would say, look, like I want to let you know out of respect, like I'm going to do one last year. So if there's any storyline or anything, I just want to give you a heads up in advance yeah. rather than wait till four weeks before the contract and then say, never mind. Um, but then for whatever reason, it happened so quickly. So it, it was kind of like, oh, you know, I kind of landed in the sense of like, well, what am I going to do here? Because this is probably temporary. Um, every character, even if the character dies, comes back at some point. Mm -hmm. So for the first three to four weeks, I was just kind of getting my bearings and we were kind of deciding, well, what now? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to call back the characters at some point, call me back at some point. But, you know, waiting around is not healthy. Um, but then three weeks later, the pandemic happened. Crazy. So I was only really off the show for three to four, maybe five weeks. I don't remember the timeline exactly. But then the whole world shut down. And uh, then the question became, well, when is the industry coming back? Let alone when, if and when right. would the characters come back? And Alyssa and I, which I've shared many times, but if you're coming to the to channel for the first time or just hearing this for the first time, if they would have offered me a contract and there was no pandemic and they offered me a contract in February of 2020, um, I would have said yes for one more year. And I would have let them know like, hey, I'm going to do one more year, but this is going to be it for me. The reason I would have done just one more year was Alyssa and I wanted to get married. We are thinking about starting our family. And we wanted to be closer to our family and being in Los Angeles and trying to be an actor forever um, and being away from the family while raising a kid. I kind of, we, we had that discussion for many years where we were just trying to find a way to like, when was the perfect time to leave like, and, and to go to Florida. So that was always the plan. It just so happened to be cut a little short in the sense that I wasn't 
um, given that extra year. And then the pandemic happened. But here we were in the summer of 2020, not knowing what was going to happen, mm-hmm. and the exp- being, you know living in California at the expensive rate that it is, um, is awesome when you have the freedom to live your life, right. which it well, it, which it seems like it's gotten way better. But then that's you know the whole thing. But the, just in there. general, to sit in an apartment paying almost three thousand a month to be in lockdown um, was painful. Because uh, that's the reason you pay those high expenses is to work a industry job like acting, which pays well and that whole thing. So we go, you know what? This is the time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to preface this whole conversation with by this time, we would have been to Florida and we would have started this next chapter, whether I would have done another year or not or whatever. This was kind of in our mind. We would have been here spring of 2021, but we happened to be here earlier. So when I was off the show in February and we were trying to figure everything out, even though the pandemic kind of clouded the idea of anyone's future because you didn't know what was going to go on, um, I was wrestling with the idea of if they ever were to call, would I go back? And for eight months, a year, actually, how long? Yeah, it's been, oh my God, for more than a year, I was being honest where people say, would you ever go back? My answer was kind of like, well, the door will always be open. Right. Uh, it's always open in Salem or, you know, whatever it may be, because that, that was honest. I, I had not fully checked out to the idea of going back if asked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say around last, like this past spring, I really started to, to have to make decisions of really letting that go in order to fully focus on moving forward in my life. And I kind of made that decision. So if you've noticed when following me, anytime I was asked anything about days, uh, because I didn't feel honest saying, well, the door's always open and giving false hope, um, I just kind of didn't answer the question. But I go live, I make content, we're on the podcast, there's so many things going on that it's hard to dodge that question all the time. Mm-hmm. And I figured, you know, with this Q&A, it got asked like so much, um, so maybe I should speak to that. but. A couple months ago, um, I have I did make the decision for ourselves, our futures, and everything that if days were ever to call, I know this is going to be disappointing to so many of you, but I would not go back. Um, and that decision didn't come lightly, and it didn't come uh, overnight. I genuinely thought about that because I knew with the soap opera world that a day probably would come. Not necessarily, but probably if you look at the statistics. So it wasn't a rarity where I go, oh, I'm done and this never happens. So I really put a lot of thought into it. And a few months ago, I really had to make that decision. We had a long conversation. I said, if they ever were to call, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go back. Um, I need to focus on my future. And I think the problem that I was having was having one foot in the future and one foot in the past wasn't allowing me to give my 100% to my future. And I've used this analogy a million times, but it's that story of that war that took place on a beach Mm -hmm. and the soldiers got off their boats and they were completely overwhelmed and outnumbered. And the general burned their ships so that they knew there was no retreat. And what that caused in those soldiers was, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have my boat to get back on. I must fight to win, and I have to forge forward. I have no other option. 
And I needed to make that decision for my future because always in the back of your head, if you take out the impact that the story made, the wonderful experiences and friends and all of that, and you look at it as a strict career job, financial decision, it's, it's not healthy to try to build something and take on these great ventures and challenges that we're taking on. Yeah. Within the back of your head going, well, I mean, if it doesn't work, I'm sure they'll call one day. Right. Like, I'm sure. That is unhealthy. That means my ships are still there. And I just finally gathered the courage to tell myself that if that day ever comes, I have to say no. I have to move forward. Um because I, I just can't keep going back and forth. It's it's sending mixed signals, I feel, for my energy and for my future and to the universe yeah. that I'm like, I, I had to make the decision. So I, I kind of made that decision in my head and then I started um, making decisions in our career and our opportunities and different things, um, just different because I go, this is it. I have to make this work. So... And also, too, just to quickly yeah, speak please, on the I end of that, is we tried in 2016 as well to have a residence in Florida <clears throat> and then also yeah. Los Angeles and for him to go back and forth because I had to be in Florida for work at the time. And even trying to do that in like, what, it was like four weeks we tried it. It was just too much on both of us and we had to be separate. So us building a life here in Florida and even for me like now this is where my work is and I I can't really just like I mean I can leave but we're building a life here and then eventually when we have a family and I think something like you having a job in California and going back and forth that's going to be just so taxing on us as a family just on your body on everything and then also with all the other work we're pursuing as well it just yeah. takes that attention away from it. So there's so many different reasons. You know, he obviously beautifully stated how he was feeling about it. But, you know, from the significant other's perspective, too, we don't really love mm. being away from each other. That's a lot. It's a long way to travel and, you know, different time zones. And it just would be really, really tough if that were ever an option or if you're presented with that. So I think from my end, too, um, it's just really helpful and nice to know that we're both you know in this together and we're not going to be living separate lives when we're starting you know yeah a new life here in florida so just a little bit of my two cents i guess yeah and, it, and it's also too you know it, it's it's a um <clears throat> it's a difficult thing because there's really no one to go to for advice on this particular situation because i'm in a unique situation that when you're on television and you get a sense of micro fame um, there's such a, an energy that is, is through everyone you meet is through, um, everyone on social media that knows you from the show and, or if you're introduced in real life, um, there, there's an energy that pulls you towards that character, that career. And you don't realize until you're on this end of it, what a thousand voices on social media feels like. And I think even some of the big creators, we don't even know what a thousand like haters feels like. Right. When there's a thousand, like you, you, you know, you can have a million followers or you can be the, the rock, but even if you think of yourselves making any big life decision and there's a thousand people in an audience, let alone a half a million people, 
but a thousand people in an auditorium that's looking at you and you're on stage telling them something that's going to disappoint all 1,000 of them because they love you, they support you, you've made a difference in their life, and to stand up there and to have this conversation actually isn't that easy because I'm empathetic to how people feel. Um, but at the same time, I have to rip the Band-Aid off eventually because I need to allow that to happen for people to accept that and or not to. Um, but it was it's just very difficult. Like telling all my friends, telling my family, like truly making that decision because I had a lot of friends and family that would ask me. Um, like there's, you know, and, and that's what's interesting is when you're in a profile job like that, people are really curious. So no matter who we meet or what we do, yeah. every question is like, well, would you ever go back? Or what are you doing now? Like I had an interesting job and I appreciate that, but you're getting asked it all the time. So you're always thinking about how would I answer this? What's the answer to that? And because the job is looked at as like unique or cool or different, you almost feel a little guilt or bad saying that you no longer want to pursue that. But you also don't live there anymore. If you lived in California and you had this answer, that's a little different, you know. If, or I mean, different actors have different kind of you know careers they're pursuing. But I'm just saying it would be different if you were in that world. You I mean, maybe not. Maybe not though, because if I was still there and was like, hey, I decided not to move forward. I just want to do movies now. That sure. would kind of be the same. Sure. The same thing. Sure. But still a little different. Like if you were actively pursuing a career. It, I feel like it would be harder to say no, maybe. I don't know. We're not in that situation, know, so it's so already it such matter. a heavy-weighted thing um, just in general. So but do you think in the future you'd ever want to act again? I, I do, but not in the traditional sense. You know, now that could change, but the idea of ever putting auditions on tape, going living in L.A. again, like, to me, that is done. Mm -hmm. um, will we write and sell a film or act in short films or do something in TV, whether it's, you know, shorts or reality right. or grow the social media channel to something where we can do big budget things on social, whether it's acting or, or hosting or something like that. I see that. But for me to get an audition, get into character and do that traditional thing, I just deep down personally, which is even hard to say out loud, um, I, I've just lost interest in that. Uh, I think that I got to do more scenes than probably the top 5% of anyone who's ever yep. acted. Yep. I have probably, Wally Kurtz said this to me once when we were talking, um, He like we have filmed more scenes that have been released to national television, to the public, than probably Robert De Niro or any of these famous yeah. actors. Like, they have not filmed as many scenes yep. as we have. So I just feel like I went there. I had 500 auditions. I got that experience. I've played many different characters. And I got to grow with this character, Sonny, for nine years, 800-some episodes, probably four or 5,000 scenes memorizing crying laughing love fear anger and i just feel like i was able to i went to la i accomplished something i'm so proud of 
that is extremely difficult to do. Yeah. I don't take it for granted, especially now that I'm older. I definitely don't take the Emmy for granted, considering how hard it has been for five years to even get a nom. Um, so I have now, in retrospect, have a great appreciation for my work being recognized in that way. I will always be a Emmy winner. I will always be Sonny Kiriakis, who filmed 800 and some episodes on Days of Our Lives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just feel I really accomplished something great. I met great people in Hollywood. I met my wife. I grew up as a person. I became so much more knowledgeable and wise. I went through trials and tribulations, through challenges. Um, I had so many successes, so many failures, so many victories. Um, and overall, a ton of learning experiences. And I feel that now I'm in Florida. This is a complete fresh new start for me in career, in life, in, in geography, where I'm at. <laughs> um, I, I was in Ohio till I was 18 years old. Three weeks after high school, I moved to L.A. So I never lived in Ohio as an adult. I never had to work, pay bills, and support myself in Ohio. Uh, I was just in high school, like living the dream as a kid would. And then I grew up for 15 years in Hollywood, and that's all I knew. Yeah. Every store, every person you meet was all in Hollywood. And I'm really enjoying exploring the world and exploring a new place where the heartbeat of the city is not acting, music, etc. It's a different vibe. Yeah. And I'm just excited to be in this pulse and just seeing a different way of life that doesn't revolve around Hollywood. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And it's just different. Like you almost, when people say, do you miss California? Or do you like Florida better? It's kind of like a, a question that can't really be answered. It's, it's right. kind of like California is awesome and Florida is awesome. They yeah. each have their pros and cons. Um, especially for the time of, of my life. Like now, this is the time to be here in Florida next to family, um, and, and this is where I'm at. So I look back at it, but to wrap up, even like some of the acting stuff too, I do think we'll do some sort of acting in the future, of but I think it's going to be in a new way. I think it's going to be through YouTube and Facebook. I think it's going to be through us selling a script and acting in it or, or something like that. Um, but the whole traditional way for me, um, that process, I no longer enjoy. And the entire point of life is to find something that you enjoy the process of Definitely. on your way to hit, hitting a goal. And living in L.A., auditioning two, three times a week for different roles in the hopes of booking something big or a character that I love, um, I would not look forward to that process. So I had to come to terms with that. I'm kind of glad that I waited a year yeah, because I was flushing all this out. We were also going through a pandemic, which everybody sure. was like, everything kind of got you know, twisted around. Um, but I'm very, very in tune with my truths, with what I want, where I'm at. And I'm very aware of the work we did as an audience and as Sonny uh, with Wilson and the storyline. Um, that was a bonus. I understood there was going to be challenges, yeah. but I didn't realize it was going to be so impactful. Yeah. So I'm going to look back at days as a wonderful, wonderful experience in my life. 
a huge chapter. Every big life event in my 20s was also linked in with days. Yeah. Um, many days in the makeup chair, the, the stories that the, the makeup artist knew because yeah. you come in, you're like, so yeah. last night or, hey, this is going on in my life. And um, But that's how I kind of want to remember this. And that's what I, I know it's going to take people who are, who are disappointed in this news. Um, but I know that you'll you'll also be able to kind of let that sink in of, of like appreciating, which I know you do, what we did. And I'm just trying to trying to just like turn you away from the disappointment aspect well, of it. And I think too, life is all about growth. It's all about progression. And us being in our 30s, we have mm. seen what it's like having big dreams and goals in your 20s. And then, you know, some you accomplish, some you don't, but you're allowed to have new dreams, new visions. That's a yeah. sign that you're growing, that you're continuing to follow your heart, to do at the end of the day what makes you happy. Because in life, you just have to find whatever sets your soul on fire and do it. And that can change. Yeah. You know, that's showing that you're living life, that you're progressing, that you're going after it, that you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So I'm just really, really proud of you because I know this has been a huge chapter in your life and there are going to be so many other chapters and really cool things that you're going to be doing in life. And that was just a really cool, awesome thing to experience and for you to be able to have, you know, in your life. Yeah. It's so cool. No, well, thank you. And, and I, and I think that's what I learned about myself is how I'm built. I think whether it was days, whether it would have been a CW show, a movie series, if I would have gotten into you know public relations, I I don't know what else I would have done. Yeah. There's, I, I I have found what makes me happy happy in life is is the progression of 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 starting at the bottom and working your way through the top of a challenge and learning experience mm. is where my true ha happiness comes from. And I think as much and I and I will tell you this. I am so grateful for the last year I had on days because if I would have get, gotten let go before the will in jail and, and Adrian dying story, mm -hmm. I feel I would have left some stuff on the table. I got to act and got to, it, that was, Share your talent. and that's out there forever. It is so hard to do that kind of acting. And I'm just like blown away that I was able to pull that off, but to like cry and to be emotional and to be angry and to be torn into all that kind of stuff. Like, I really feel like I gave my 100% mm -hmm. and I just Good. feel if I went back, yes, we could tell more great stories, but I just feel like I literally gave my 100% and I accomplished what I set out to do there. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on to like something new. And, and for those of you who've been following us, you know, I kind of jump around. I, I kind of go, oh, this is a good idea or this is a good, but then we've stuck with things like podcasting for a long time, stuck with days for a long time. There are things, but I always like tasting. And there's certain aspects of different projects we're working on now that are just getting me excited. And um, and hey, if you need your Freddy fix, come on in, sit down, have a cup of coffee, watch our podcast. We're here every Wednesday. Well, that's the <laughs> other bonus too. If this was 1992, I would have just been like a ghost. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is that there is social media, so you can keep up on us in our personal lives if, if that's what you like doing. You've been uh, blowing love up to have you. on social media lately, babe. This is like a TikTok star I live with. My husband's a TikToker. And I don't even dance. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to continue to evolve and continue to grow um, and continue to keep you up to date with everything. Yep. But I just, I couldn't continue to ignore these messages mm -hmm. and I couldn't in good heart i couldn't in good faith 
um, just blow off the question with, hey, maybe maybe you will be back one day, knowing that I've already mentally made the decision that I wouldn't. Right. Um, and it took me a few months to figure out, well, when's the right time um, to be able to break the news? And moving forward, I know every Days of Our Lives fan's not going to see this. So the question will probably come up yeah. a lot. Um, and I'm going to do my best to maybe answer it every so often. Um, but I, I, I actually feel better even saying, even though there's no live audience right now, I can like imagine people watching it. Um, but it, 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 it was, it was hard. It, it was hard. Like every, every discussion, even when I told my parents, I was like, Hey, you know, I just want, cause they, my, my mom even asked me before. She's like, Hey, if they ever called, would you go back? And I was always like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I remember just telling her one day, I was like, you know, when she asked me, I was like, I actually wouldn't. Like, I actually wouldn't. And, and like just telling everybody, because even my parents think it's awesome. Like their son's on a national awesome. television show. It's and they're so like, cool. this is like so, you know. But to me too, it's always weird because I never felt any different. Like to me, it was always just like a really cool job. Sure. But I never let it like get to me in like a Hollywood way. So to me, I was just like, my alarm goes off. I go to work. You say hi to people. You're polite. You're professional. You do your job. You go home. Um but I'm aware that it made an impact. I'm aware that family and friends and, and all the fans around the world um, really thought it was awesome and really enjoyed it. Beautiful and story. I just want to just thank you. And, um, and I'm sorry if you're a little sad, but I just had to be honest and truthful. And that's what we do here on the podcast. And I'm glad I have a platform where I had the ability to actually talk this out. Um, because yet again, just in a tweet, um, I don't know if you can no. if you can create the emotional journey. Well, I'm proud of you for opening your heart and speaking your truths. Love you yeah. so much. And that's all that's all we can do these days, you know, is uh but, is yeah. just just be authentic and open and and I and I feel like I I I just tried to be as honest as possible. So um so I just thank you for everything and and I just wanted to kick it off by answering that off. question. Um Well, to pivot a little here with a little more lightheartedness. Do you know what today is, Mr. Smith? <laughs> today is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It would be July 21st. <laughs> is it the day we got engaged? Yes! Three years ago, huh? <laughs> Three years ago. Three years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Three I... years ago, you proposed. Yeah. Do you remember that day? Oh, I remember it. Yeah. Were you nervous that day? Um, I was nervous only because we were trying to capture it on camera. Right. If it was just us, no. Huh. But I just didn't want to blow the surprise, so that was pretty difficult. But, uh, yeah, time's flying. Time is flying. And it's so crazy to think, too, throughout the three years we were trying to figure out when are we going to get married? What are we doing? At one point, we wanted to do, like, Mexico. Another point, we are doing, like, uh, St. Augustine, Florida. And we had all these different things in life pop up that we were like, shoot, we can't do that. We can't do that. And then eventually, we eloped on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was just all, um, it was just a wild, wild. Three years. Wild life. <laughs> um, and if you guys haven't seen it, the vlog is on YouTube somewhere. Oh, of our proposal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's out there, the wedding. Um, but yeah, just thinking back to all that stuff, like we had some really cool moments, but like it, it is, this is the first time in our life, like no joke, even the first eight months in Florida, first six months, we're still like 
nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like about last month, ever since we got into this apartment, I like I have never felt a wave of like you're okay. Right. Like I haven't felt like you're okay since early 2014. Like it has been the wildest. Went through a lot. Like up and down seven years, almost eight years now. Um, of just I mean just insanity. And, led a wild life. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny because I was talking to your mom the other day. I went over to put a bookshelf together, and we were just sharing stories. And it's just bizarre how you, when when you do a lot of things, you also forget a lot of things until they're brought back up. Definitely. Um, but the experiences that mean something, whether it's extremely positive or extremely hurtful, stick with you. Yeah. Kind of everything in the middle, you kind of forget about. Yeah. But all the all those things, but but yeah, it it really took a while to get here, and I'm just kind of soaking it all in. And I, I, I truly feel like, ah, oh, like now we're too. at a place where we can focus on, on what's next for our family. We can um, focus on our work 100%. And that was another question that we got too uh, about me getting my real estate license because Alyssa has hers now and you've had it now for a couple months. Um, I think it's like on the board of something I might do, but we're kind of doing great with you doing it yeah. and me being able to help on the back end. Um, but we also know that if I were to become one, now you have two sources that could potentially um, sign clients. Absolutely. Because there's still people who, you know, maybe follow me and don't know Alyssa's a real estate agent, you know, even though we are a, a family. Um, but... I don't know. I kind of like where I'm at duty-wise with the real estate business we have. Duty-wise. <laughs> duty-wise. So it's it's kind of, th- that might be something I do just slowly, um, just to have, but uh, but I'm not sure. Never say never. Yeah. It's Justin Bieber sings. Never say never. So let's get into some questions because he's the one who has all of them. I didn't post today. So it's well, all in your hands, baby. Um, there, a lot of them were, um, were about, uh, were about days, which I feel like I covered in acting. And then there was, uh, a few others that are really like cute and fun. Um, and all the Florida questions, I'm going to also kind of clump into one. Sure. Uh, cause a lot of people, I never realized how many people actually live in Florida because I think we get so many messages of like, I think I saw you. I think I saw you. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people yeah. have seen us, but when you're in a random place and maybe you don't know we live in Florida, like, people will be like, wait a minute, sunny. what would they be doing here? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're in we're in like the da- like the Davenport Reunion Champions Gate area. What What's was that? that? Sounded like a gunshot. Oh, uh, it was the backfire of a yeah. motorcycle. Or, um, but yeah, that's kind of the area we're in. We're, we're 15 minutes south of Disney, um, and it's it's just it's it's a really we just got lucky in this area because we never would have known about it. But when we got an Airbnb, that's the reason that we were here. Yep. We just found an Airbnb. Complete luck. For our biggest bang for our buck, and we're like, this is great. Let's go there. And it, it, it's it's such area. a cool area. Her parents even bought here. What'd your sister say about moving here to Winter Garden? She's totally down. Um, what was her choices, her top choices? She's, I mean, she's open 
So her husband's coming down in a couple weeks because she's pregnant. She's very, very pregnant. So he's going to look at the areas, and they obviously want a place that has great schools. She wants um, a very family-oriented type community, obviously yeah. safe. Um, she doesn't want too cookie-cutter housing, you know, because, like, even when we went to that one neighborhood, I sent her a video. You know, she wants something just a little more with, like, personality. And character. And character. Um, so, yeah, I'm really thinking Winter Garden is going to be perfect for them, and it's not too far from us because – I also don't want to go for the first time living near my sister in 15 years, and then we have to drive, you know, an hour each way. Like, I want my sissy close. So yeah. I, I think Winter Garden would be really great. Um, where we live, there is more, like, tourism, and I don't think that they – I know they don't want that. They want kind of, you yeah. know, actual life. And, and I don't mind the tourism. I kind of love it. I love when I see people and everyone's happy because they're on vacation. You, it's cool. You know what's hard, though, is – everybody who's here has paused their responsibility <laughs> and you can feel the energy which is heartwarming the grocery stores like everywhere you go everyone's on vacation yeah. and you're like this is great but then you're also like working so it's a tuesday and you're just like stepping out for lunch and there's people getting cases of beer going to the water you're park like, oh. and you're like oh i want to go on vacation <laughs> Um, but we, we kind of have a, a cool balance with what yeah. we do, like with work wise and with real estate, it's kind of like, you're never really like rigidly working in a, in like a location that's very like at a desk in an yeah. office type rigidness, yeah. but you're also, we're never like fully unplugged or on vacation. Right. Cause we just kind of don't work that way, right. but we need to kind of get a little better at that. But we kind of are just always just kind of like working and then not and then working and then not kind of throughout the day Definitely. which is kind of a really cool um experience but there are times that i do love sitting down at my editing desk and really knocking out my editing um but interesting enough i've been paying attention just kind of interested in stuff i, I don't know what part of that i'm just like interested i'm seeing all the time on tiktok where people once they got a taste of working from home people are like i don't want to go back to the office yeah. i just don't and that is one of my biggest pulls from what has genuinely been in me as a teen is what drew me to act what acting wasn't necessarily what normal people who act do they're like right. i love playing characters i love being on stage i love singing i love writing i love doing plays and exploring and emotions um mine was like i don't want to work in an office yeah. so like what can i do and someone's like well, acting, you kind of like work on a show and then you're off and then you kind of travel here and shoot and then you're off. And I go, that sounds cool. Like, let me do that. And then once I started taking the classes, I started falling in love with the response of the audience where I would tell a joke and they'd laugh. And I go, oh, hmm. yeah, that's kind of cool. Because I was never really like a stand up comedy class clown kind of guy. So if you just met me in real life, um, like, I'm not the type that's going to be do, like, the stand-up comedy, but situationally, I'm funny. Mm -hmm. Or in a script or written thing, I'm funny. Right. So I never knew I was funny until I started acting, realizing, oh, this is the platform to do that. But also, your your comedy has really come to fruition in your older age. Like, I feel like you've found your voice. Like, you make me laugh so much. Well, because it's the, it's the poor sap guy um, of, like, when you just get older, things change. Hey. Um, 
you get like a Life random experience. hair somewhere and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is this? So you kind of get humbled as you get older. You know, I was like a cute kid at 19 years old, bright smile. So I was like, a lot of comedy doesn't come from like, like, hey, life's just dandy. Life's great. My first agency <laughs> meeting in Hollywood, three weeks here, they signed me. Who's innovative? I don't know. When's my first audition? And everyone's like, innovative's the top five biggest agencies yeah. in Hollywood, California. Um, and then just all the auditions happen. So my first few years, I really kind of had a little bit of a lack of self-awareness um, until life challenges started coming. And then diminishing the ego, diminishing the invincibility, um, becoming humble, and then really learning from there and then becoming self-aware, starting to care about other people's feelings. Um, then it kind of gave me like guidance in life where now I'm just like, oh, just make things about other people. Like really care about others, listen to others, and just always be humble enough to learn. And we learned that in our business that we had in 2014 is there's so many people that become successful in a field, whether it's a chiropractor, a business, a teacher, whatever your field is, and you're kind of like it. You're the one people go to for questions. You've made it in your field. It takes a lot of humility to be the top dog and then start something new and be at the back of the room, yes. not on the stage, not front and center. No one's talking to you. No one knows who you are. No one cares about you. And you're sitting down taking notes, learning from people. Yeah. And it wasn't easy, but I started getting addicted to that because I enjoyed the challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, like I enjoyed starting from scratch and being like, all right, how do I make a name for myself? Because you're underestimated at first. <laughs> I always laugh when people are like, well, you know, will tell us things. Like even in real estate, I'm just like, I'm always like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going to crush this. We're going to so crush this. So I did. I love the competition aspect. I love starting at the beginning, being underestimated and then working um, to the top in that. Um, I forget why we were even on that, that topic, but um I will say, though, everything that I learned from working in that business in 2014 to what, like 2017, it prepped me completely for the real estate biz. It just, just I, it's people. Yeah, it just was just such people. a great experience and it just really prepped me. So I'm super grateful. It's, and that's the whole that's the whole thing in life. Like a good piece of advice is like. Be nice. Ask questions. And you be willing to learn book. and. <laughs> Focus on how to manage your emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at right now, where I'm like working so hard. If someone's rude to me in public, if something, I go, why are you getting angry, Freddie? What they're doing is none of your business. Yep. I've read so many quotes about this. I've been listening to so many like leaders yep. about it, 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 if, if someone can affect you emotionally, then they have control. And it's like, so so why am I getting angry? Why can't I make it about that person? And I'm working so hard, but it's it's starting to make sense and things are clicking. Yeah. It's it's just like, if this person's gonna be super rude or, or even like the other day we were in 7-Eleven and these three girls who had zero self-awareness or any care in the world yeah. that there was a line of 16 people behind them and they were buying lottery tickets, taking their good old time, being so rude, not looking back saying, I'm so sorry, but like completely as if it was just their world and no one else existed. And the old me would have said something, but I just realized like these, they're at a point in their life that they haven't had enough life experience or education 
to care about others first. Sure. They're just very selfish. But they're not choosing to be selfish. They're not me or mm-hmm. you choosing that activity. Right. They are them who haven't had a life experience yet to give them our perspective. Sure. So anytime I get mad, I keep thinking, well, they should know what I know and I would never do this, so they're being rude. It's like, no, I was that person at 21. Oh, the yeah. dumb shit that I would do th- it was in, like, you, no one would believe me. I am so happy there wasn't social media. Oh my god! You all just happened to meet me. <laughs> Had a good time. <laughs> in, when I started taking social media, like, serious around 2016, 2017, because the, the tweets and all that little stuff was very corporate in the sense of like, oh, I was an actor on a show. Yeah. Twitter is what I should yeah. do. Let me. But I, I was doing it in the sense that I think a lot of people still do. But when I started understanding that the things I'm writing and saying is about the people consuming it and making it for the other people, Definitely. I go, oh, but you all met me on social media in like 2016 where my journey of change started in 14. So you got kind of like, the better part of me before I was this immature punk who was still a nice guy. I wasn't rude or mean, but just completely selfish. He was too cool for school. Was just too cool. Like I was a <laughs> gift. Like anywhere I went into, everyone in there was lucky I was oh, in there. Oh And I just got my way. I didn't care. Um, and then I had this reality shift and I started reading books and I started understanding. Um, so you all met me at a good time. But I, I love that people like you, some of my best friends, there's just a lot of people who were like, I'm proud of who you are now because I knew you back then and we loved you, <laughs> but you're, you know, you've definitely grown a lot. You were always a really good person. I was but, a good person, but yes, just but I was just selfish ways. and now you're self aware and exactly add value to other. Well, you know, you added value in different ways because when you were walking in, <laughs> yeah, so but, um, um, Maybe we'll save some of the other questions for later because yeah. I feel like I don't know when we started, but I feel like we've we've, we've uh, gone for almost an hour. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll do more Q and A's. I kind of like that the a, a seed of a question can spark something that totally. we never would have thought of. So um, we'll we'll keep some of these down, but I'll go to Instagram in a couple of weeks and we'll do another one, I and love then it. and then we'll continue to fill you in on what's going on in our lives and uh, you know what's next and all that good stuff. So we appreciate you stopping by and checking out this um, this podcast, and we will see you next Wednesday. Take care, everyone.